Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC, John Coleman. Dio, what is popping? You in that new hoodie. I love it, man. Oh, this Charlie Brown shit? Yeah, where'd you get that from? Shout out Christmas, uh, H&M, like a while ago. Wait. Shout out Christmas, like you went Christmas shopping for yourself three weeks too too early. No, 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 because it's like Charlie Brown, Christmas, Snoopy. People it reminds people of Christmas, so okay, that's, that's why, why you're that, wearing that's it. That's why I'm and it matches your Red Sox hat, as it always does. And it matches, and I'm sure your Jordans match your hoodie and my watch. Yeah, my G shot. Come on, man. Yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Love it. Yeah, yeah. You were like, um, like that GQ guy. Not that where, fly. Ah, but you do it so subtly, just so subtly, mm-hmm. just make sure that, yep, everything is on point, it's swagalicious, mm-hmm. but not like out there flashy, look at me now. No, that's, no, no. I, I, I straddle the line of low self-esteem, but I actually have esteem, so. You think so? Yeah, I know so. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, your mama must have told you that. No, nah, it was 10 years, you know, 37 years of living on planet Earth has taught me that. All right, very good. You know what's interesting, folks, is, um, so JC and I, we got to like do this prep for the show. Yeah, I hate and it. he hates it. <laughs> By the way, the prep is him setting up a table, yeah, grabbing two chairs, preferably not the chair that uh, loses its hydraulics and makes us sink down. Yes, people. He I tried to give me that chair today, uh, and it, yeah, just to see if it did. Yeah, and it did, and, and it, it did. did. You, you set up the three cameras, the two lights, and mm-hmm. uh, you go, and then we kick it off. Yeah, right. And then occasionally we have to say, hey, what are we talking about today? Yeah, and today was one of those days. Today was one of those days. How much time do we spend, John, talking about it? It was like seven it? minutes. Oh, damn. That's a lot for us. Well, it's a lot for you because you're hella stressed out right now revamping the website. 2.0. It's about that time. Yeah, well, we launched the website almost a year ago. It's coming up on its one-year anniversary, it the is. website, for those that haven't made it because you're living under a, a rock. TLOPonline.com or TheLoneOfficerPodcast.com tons mm-hmm. of additional content in fact we've done like almost like a three-part series on business planning mm-hmm. or getting ready for 2023 etc and something we promised to everyone was we were going to get up a couple documents to help them business yes. plan and i'm pretty pumped those documents are ready yes are you going to get them up on friday or when do they go up before next the, week no before the be, by this month's end by this well that's <laughs> what we promise people we promise people by months end. i'm just yeah, I'll have them up next week next week mm-hmm. Yeah, so people sitting down doing business planning, we're going to have two different Excel spreadsheets. One of them we're going to give you for free like we always do. We love mm-hmm. to give away free shit. That's always. us. Yep. Yeah, you might as well call us Salvation Army. <laughs> free shit. Free oh, shit They today. give away shit. At- they don't. No, they make you pay. They make you pay. Oh, so we're like better than Salvation oh, Army, John. Damn, I was about to say. I was about to make a trip. Nope. Nope. They make you pay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but then uh, we do have some really good stuff. Mm-hmm. And like the V2 stuff, the V3 stuff, or the stuff that you can only get because it's exclusive, right. exclusive content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna ask you for a $25 donation because that is the money we use to reinvest back into this platform. Literally, it's fueling the next version of the website. So thank you. We would love to be able to shoot this podcast and record it like in a studio. Yeah. Maybe even one day be able to afford a producer. Oh, it will be. Yeah, you think so? I know so. I hope so. Yeah. I hope we get there. But uh, happy holidays, everybody. We are in December. It is 2022. Right. Thank freaking God. We're getting towards the end of it. Yep. Um, I'm preaching to everyone who's willing to listen. Like, look, next 100 days, if you're in mortgage, real estate, title, homeowner's insurance, like, eh, eh, it's not going to be fun. But afterwards, though, you can do anything for 100 days, right? You can do anything for 100 days. We're going to get through this. And afterwards, I mean, I was on a uh, webinar today. A Zoom meeting with the Barry Habib. I heard it was really Dude, good. It rocked. So uh, the company that I work for, that you work for, Waterstone Mortgage, 
they paid for Barry to do a Zoom meeting for all of their realtors. Well, really, they invited other realtors, but like 400 hopped on. Okay. And uh, he crushed it per usual. Yeah. And what I got out of it is kind of what we've been preaching. Hey, guess what? Housing is going to be solid. We're going to see single-digit appreciation in most markets. And interest rates are going to be coming down to the fives. Let's go ahead and pick a date. And let's say um, by spring break, by March. Okay. By March. Okay. Right? So we just got to get there, which is why it's imperative that home buyers understand, like we talked about on a previous episode, now, right now. Right now is the best time to buy a house. Not in four months, not in five months, right now. Because the deals are right now. The deals go away after spring break. Mm. Plain and simple. Yep. What else is going on, John? You want to ask me that? Go ahead and ask me. Hey, Dio, what else is going on? We got a lot of hey, shit going on. Okay, what else is going on, Dio? Oh, man, thank you for asking, John. Yeah, no I, doubt. I, thought, I never yeah, thought you teed would. Teed me up for it. Yeah, no, exciting thing. So the Mortgage Bankers Association, like the premier trade organization for the mortgage industry, mm -hmm. reached out to us. They would like for us to do a call with them in the beginning of the year talking about podcasting. What you mean? Who's us? Well, like, you stuff? and me. Me you too? You and me. You think I can teach people how to podcast? Get the f really? Yeah. Oh, now, shit. now I need your help. Okay. And truth be told, I reached out to like my buddy Steve Curley, who has a podcast for, uh, well, his is for um, certified financial analysts, right? right? CFAs right. and and financial advisor types. Mm -hmm. But then my buddy Ian McDonald, who is a badass LO up mm -hmm. in Jacksonville, Florida, works for Regions Mortgage. Shout out to everyone over at Regions Mortgage. Shout out to Ian McDonald. But Ian also has a pretty cool podcast uh -huh. where I actually want to pick their brains because I'm curious if the NBA wants to know, like, hey, how do you launch a nationally recognized oh, yeah. podcast out of your office in Winter Park, Florida, right. that is being recognized as the top podcast in your field? That Which, by the way, do you know this? We are going to eclipse 1 million downloads in 2022. I do. Uh, yes, I do. I think I gave you that stat. Yeah. Yeah, how cool is that? A million downloads, and we're just getting started. Yeah. So I don't know if the NBA wants us to talk about that or if they want us to talk more about what Ian or even Steve Curley have done really well. And they have a, like, like their content is very much geared towards their local market. Their audience is very much geared mm -hmm. towards their, their audience. And this is something I think you and I can actually teach. We can take it on the road. Mm -hmm. We can do workshops where we can teach sales professionals or business owners, entrepreneurs, et cetera, how they can use a podcast to leverage mm -hmm. their business, leverage lead generation, leverage exposure mm -hmm. without trying to achieve a million downloads, right. which by the way, if it's a million this year, do you know what I want to be next year? 10X probably. Yep, 10 10X, 10X, yeah. 10 million downloads <laughs> next year is what we're going for, yeah. right? You don't need to necessarily do that, but it's really cool the NBA reached out to us mm -hmm. Uh, we're also, we've been asked, actually, we is more me. Yeah, please, yeah I don't know. This one's you. me, John. <laughs> this one's me. But um, in February in Orlando, Florida, the Mortgage Bankers Association of Florida, a little bit different than just the Mortgage Bankers Association, because the way that works is there's the National Trade Organization, and then each state has their own state organization. And then each, like, I can't say city, area has their own. It's like in the state of Florida. Municipality. There's another like Central Florida gotcha. MBA. There's a Jackson okay. MBA. There's a Greater Tampa. There's a South Florida. There's a Southwest Florida. Damn. So like there's multiple local chapters. Well, the state of Florida, which is the third largest state, which makes it the third largest state mortgage bankers association, they're going to do this really kick-ass event. So LOs tune into this, especially if you're an LO in Florida. They're going to do an event in February 
that they are calling like LO Mastermind, I believe is what they're calling it. It's a three, three hour event. It is sales focused. And they've asked me to speak and present. They've asked my buddy, Tim Davis to speak and present. And this guy, Doug Smith, who Doug is been around for 39, going on 40 years. He is a who's who when it comes to mortgage and sales training. So the three of us are going to be doing it, but I think it's really cool. The NBA is putting this event on for its members. And I think it's really cool that we get to speak there. It's easy for us because it's in our backyard. It's, it, it is in Orlando, Florida. It's going to be at the Citrus Club mm-hmm. in Orlando, but I get to be there, and which means you get to be there because I need you there with me right. for emotional support. Of course, I'll be there holding your hand. And I think that'll be coming right at, right after um, I speak at Waterstone Mortgage's what? annual sales conference that they call Momentum. So I get to fly out to Fort Worth. So shout out to all my Texas friends. I'm going to be in Fort Worth, Texas, third week of uh, January. Okay. Yep, I'm really excited to go down to Stockyards, live music, country music, Billy Bob's, Good Steak Restaurants, the whole nine yards. But yeah, I get to be there with them, and they're going to have 200-plus LOs there. And just yesterday, damn, Old Republic. I got to go speak in front of Old Republic. I spent an hour and a half to two hours with their Southeast regional sales team, like account managers throughout the Southeast, all came into Orlando. And they were doing like their annual business planning workshops and sales rally. You know, they're going to nice dinners and doing fun things like going to Andretti Racing. Mm. But I got to come in and I did a uh, hour and a half on like sale, knowing your sales DNA. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. So shout out to the entire Old Republic crew. If you need a home warranty, think about Old Republic. I thought about this as a sales tactic. If I'm a loan officer, why couldn't I right now when things are slow? partner with a company like Old Republic and say um, to my buyers, buy a house with me, like with me financing it, close by March 31st, and I'll pay for you to have a one-year home warranty. Okay. I think on the low end, those things are like 395 bucks or 295 bucks. Like you're talking 10 basis points on an average loan. Can you, it's are, not that much. Mm-hmm. And the buyer or borrower can always upgrade to the platinum Mac daddy warranty, but at a minimum, I can get them the basic warranty and I can use that as a way to go out and solicit my services to my past clients, mm-hmm. solicit my services to my prospective home buyers. Those are, that are already in my pipeline or check this out. I could use it and I could go market myself to the real estate and builder communities saying, Hey, a reason why you should work with me besides I'm really good at what I do. I have great products and I'm accessible, etc." It's, Oh, and for any, home buyer who purchases a home with me doing their loan between now and the 31st of March, I'm going to pay for them to have a free home warranty. You put it on the CD at the lender credit and life moves on. Okay. For those of us that aren't in a know, what exactly does a home warranty cover? Is that the same as home insurance? Well, I'm going to have to address you all to a previous episode where we interviewed Jeff Velez. Yeah. So go to our YouTube channel at the loan officer podcast. I'm sure you can do this on Spotify and Apple, but I'm on that YouTube channel every single day because I'm trying to check for comments and respond mm-hmm. when people have have questions mm-hmm. or when people have commentary that requires a response. Usually it's just a thumbs up, like mm-hmm. I'm acknowledging, hey, man, thanks for tuning in. Love your comment. Mm-hmm. But you can go on the YouTube and on the Lone Officer podcast page after you subscribed, mm-hmm. there's a little search tool. Mm-hmm. Search Jeff Velez, and we did a whole entire episode on home warranties. Mm-hmm. Normally it was a home warranty cover. Like for me, when I use mine, it's because I bought my first house. My wife was pregnant with her first child and our freaking refrigerator quit working. Man, I didn't have $1,000 to go buy a new refrigerator, but 
when I bought my house, I negotiated with the seller to purchase a home warranty on my behalf. Mm-hmm. Home warranty company sends a repair person out. They said, your refrigerator can't be repaired. It's dead. Three days later, a brand new refrigerator showed up to my house. There you go. Yeah. I think it may have cost me $100. I may have had like a $100 copay yeah, or something. Yeah. But it's like a, a another type of insurance. Like homeowner's insurance doesn't cover if your AC quits working or your one of your, your washer and dryer quit working. Like there's certain things that a homeowner's insurance policy doesn't cover, but a home warranty does. And it's something crazy like seven out of 10 home buyers have some kind of an issue their first year of owning their house. Right? So like, anyhow, that's what's coming and going. Thanks for asking, John. You were mm-hmm. so curious. Like, hey, Dio, like, what, why are you so fired up? What's exciting? I'm like, man, I got you taking the website to the next level. Yeah. Right, we're working with Chris Johnstone and his team over at Connection Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Right, they're getting ready to put TLOP on the map. Yeah, I mean, we're doing it with the content. <clears throat> right, right, right. We're gonna use our money that mm-hmm. we're raising through mm-hmm. the website to give to Chris and his team. Yeah, so they can then um, blow this shit out of the water is what he's trying to say. There really, we go. Very, very and then we had these speaking engagements coming up, and we're just getting Hold started. On, so let me question for you because this, just this is news for me. This the, all those speaking engagements were unsolicited. Yes. So I mean, unsolicited, like I didn't reach out. That's what that's that's what I'm saying. So you're ending. So that's how you're ending the year by having all these myriad speaking engagements. That's just a precursor to what's going to happen in 2023. You think so? Yes, because you're going to be speaking. You're going to be like, I don't have time to record today. I'm flying out to Dallas to speak at some event or some shit. Dude, I tell you what, if it was as fun as it was with the people from Old Republic. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I'm used to coaching realtors and loan officers and. Uh, sitting down with with you know entrepreneurs, especially people who are in like the real estate investment uh-huh. business. Uh, even my sister who does credentialing, any entrepreneur, small business owner, like I'm accustomed to that. But like I've never coached or taught account executives for a home warranty company. What I realized is, man, it all translates. Yeah, it, also. it all translates, especially because their client is also a loan officer's client. Yeah, Their right. client is also a title rep's client. Their client is also a homeowner's insurance rep's client. Right. Realtors. Realtors, because when the consumer wakes up, they don't want a homeowner's insurance policy. They know nothing about the title industry. They don't even know home warranties exist, and nobody wants to talk about finance. Mm-hmm. They all want to talk about the house. Right. So they start with the realtor, at which point the realtor needs to look out for their client's best interests as well as the realtor's best interests, and then the realtor has the opportunity to quarterback all of those referrals. There you go. Yeah. But that's not even what we're talking about today. I, I know. But it was yesterday that inspired today's topic of conversation. Somehow yesterday, we just got got to talking about like rules of thumbs and life hacks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, there's like dozens of these things out there. What if we just did a whole entire show, you and I, yep. kind of shooting the shit like we're doing. Yes, sir. And let's just, let's cover finance. Mm-hmm. Let's cover alcohol consumption. Love it. Let's cover wellness retirement, cleaning, this is perfect more alcohol consumption. Because you're going to go down rabbit holes and it doesn't matter if we ever come up because at the end there's going to be a rule of thumb or a life hack at the end. Like, I don't even know what you're going to title this. I think we But for it. anyone who's made it this far, by the way, Lucy the Lender in Savannah, Georgia, now you can start listening because you know Lucy wasn't excited about yeah, any of that shit unless true. she's like, I'm going to be in Fort Worth too. I think she might have lived there once. Really? Yeah, you remember she and her husband move around all the time because he's like a badass pilot in the army. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So nonetheless, who knows? She's probably like, oh, I have. She don't listen to this shit. All right. Well, hey, Lucy, if you're listening, Correct me in the comments. And you've Lucy. lived and you've lived in Fort Worth. It may have been Houston. Nonetheless, I'm looking for some good 
restaurant recommendations for Fort Worth. And when I'm there, the Cowboys could be in the playoffs. If that's the case, I may have to go back to Jerry World. I may have to just take in a playoff of one Look at the timing of everything is lining up. So today's episode is about life hacks and other shit deals learned along the way. So in no particular order, drum roll, please. Well, let me ask you, where do you want to start? With the alcohol or with, with the money? Money. Money? Yes. All right, we're going to start very elementary. Okay. Very elementary, and I talk about this one all the time. But people who are tuned in, maybe they're not fiscally responsible yet. Maybe they still need to obtain some more knowledge. Maybe they have children that they're trying to convey a message to, at which point nobody wants to listen to their parents, but maybe they'll listen to Uncle Dio. Mm -hmm. Or maybe your clients need to hear this, so here goes. A real simple rule of thumb when you are trying to budget for your housing expense, it needs to be at or under 25% of your gross monthly income. So if you have a partner, spouse, significant other, girlfriend, boyfriend, etc., it could be combined. Gross is the big number. So before taxes are taken out and insurance and 401k and all that good jazz, you take that number that's on your, your pay, pay, paycheck, pay stub, paycheck, same difference. But some people are like, I don't get a paycheck check. Yes, you do. Yes, true. you do. It's electronic. You have to either log into AltiPro or ADP yeah. or Paychecks, one of those websites. You have an actual, I just get a direct deposit. I'm like, no, you don't. Anyhow, take that number, divide it by four. Say you get 25% of something, John. You just divide it by four. Like quarters. Like quarters, yeah. You know quarters like the drinking game that you did at University I of Tampa. I actually never played quarters. Get out of town. I promise you, people play that shit all the time. That's un-American. That's like flip cup. That's never played flip cup. Un-American. I will beat your ass in some beer pong, though. Okay. Don't get me started on beer. That's a, a challenge to any camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you, like, sneaky good that you'll bounce it in without oh, me looking? Oh, all day. You'd be drunk. Ha, ha, ha. You yeah. know, there. do you play with the rules that if I get it in your cup that you're holding, it's game over? That's next level shit. Have, okay. you heard of, have you heard of that one? No, but we have Cousin Palooza coming up this year where we're going to be in Nashville this summer for Cousin Palooza. You're and welcome. we do it all. Oh, do you? Flip cup, beer pong. Sometimes they don't let me play flip cup. And I literally, I am like that kid who gets picked last. Yeah. Because um, supposedly I'm either dancing or talking or not paying attention. Okay. And it's a race. Right. So here's my okay. I'll start off. It doesn't already. matter. I'll start with a rule of thumb when it comes to playing beer pong. Well, I'm not done with my rule. Okay, go, go rule of thumb on, on beer pong. I'll circle back to my boring ass rule about housing. Oh yeah, your housing one. But okay. start with this uh, rule of thumb: fill up the cups with water and then just drink when you when you just fill up the cups with water. Don't put beer in it because that shit's nasty. If the beer pong ball falls on the ground and you dip it in that water cup that has hair and like chili cheese donuts on it and shit, just play with water. And then just have your beer in your hand. Correct. That's usually how I get hammered is I actually play with beer. And I just keep drinking but, the whole but, time. But I still have like a cocktail in my hand. So I'm like, I'm yeah. drinking the cocktail while I'm chugging beer. Yeah. And it is nasty beer. It's yeah. usually like Bush Light or mm, something Light. like that. Natty Light was the, the choice. Yeah. I play with Heineken now. I don't play no games. Ice cold Heineken. Yes. <laughs> no. So uh, rule of thumb, when you're trying to figure out your housing payment, it's 25%. Take your gross income, divide it by four. And whatever that number is, is what, if it's rent or if, if it's your principal interest taxes, insurance plus HOA dues. That is a very good rule of thumb. If we're going to go finance, can we just stay finance? Just keep it going. All right. For those people looking to buy a house, there's two numbers I used to like to play with. 10K equals, and I would say 60, or 100K equals 600. Now, this number is a sliding scale because as interest rates go up and interest rates go down, 
so does this number. It's been as low as 50. It's been as high as like 65, 650 now. But rule of thumb, you're trying to figure out, well, what is that house going to cost me? Because I'm trying to buy it. Well, for every $100,000 you go into it for, for like a sales price, it's about $650 per 100000 So like if I'm looking at a house and I see that it's a $400,000 house, well, how many times does 100 go into, go into 400? Four. Four times. What's four times 600 or 650? Well, it's about $2,400 or $2,500. Okay, so a $400,000 house is going to cost me roughly... $2,500. Now things I have to factor in, does that include taxes and insurance? Does this loan have mortgage insurance? Like there's other things that we'll have to be careful for, mm -hmm. right? And it depends what well, you're putting 20% down. You don't have a PMI. If you're buying in St. Pete beach, Florida, then you're going to have an extra $500 just in flood insurance. Yeah. But if you're in Colorado, your insurance may be 50 bucks a month, right? So, mm -hmm. but just a good rule of thumb when we're talking about principal and interest, a hundred grand is 600 bucks which means 10 grand is $60. And the reason why I've always taught this to potential home buyers is that I need them to look at a property and be able to quickly assess, well, what's the payment gonna be before I add in taxes, insurance, and potential HOA dues? And is that even in my wheelhouse or do I have champagne taste and beer budget, <laughs> right? right? Do, do I want Heineken, but they're serving me Bush Light? Right. And then the other part, the 10K equals 60, is 10 grand is a lot of freaking money, right? Like if if you took 10 grand out of my bank account without me knowing- You'd notice it. I would notice it and I'd call the cops. <laughs> right. If I lent you 60 bucks and you never paid me back, I would A, probably forget about it. Mm -hmm. And B, even if I didn't forget about it, I would still hang out with you. Mm -hmm. I would still call you my friend, still call you my business partner. Might not lend you 60 bucks again. Right. So what I've learned, especially like with couples, when they're out looking for a house and they're negotiating, Stellar has it listed for 400, you offer 370, they countered to, three, to, to, to 390, you're at you know 370, you meet at 380. Oh my God, we're paying 380. I'm like, no, you're paying 60 bucks more a month. Like when you make that decision on 10 grand, don't look at it as 10 grand. You look at that decision as $60 a month. At which point you can just de uh, determine, hey honey, is this home worth an extra 60 bucks a month? Yes or no? That's it. That is it. Speaking of 10 grand, something that I've learned as a practitioner of finance as it pertains to home loans, mortgages, purchasing of real estate, et cetera. Stop thinking of things in terms of dollars and think of them in terms of percentages. Same concept. 10 grand is a lot of money. But two and a half percent. Surrounding error. Yeah, like that's not bad. Yeah. Right? So it's like someone offered me 10 grand under my asking and you were asking 400. Well, no, ma'am or sir, someone asked for you to lower your price 2.5%. So you're getting, you're getting 97.5% of what you wanted. But think about what you want in life, are you willing to take 97.5% of it? Sounds good to me. So it's, that's just a, that's more of a mind trick, mm -hmm. but realtors and lenders need to be able to also convey that message to their clients. Quit thinking of it as 10 or 20 grand. Think of it as two or three or 5% of the transaction. And from there, make your decision, right? You can make your decision. Home buyers don't think of it as, oh my God, 10 grand. 
extra in price, it's like, no, it's 60 bucks a month. That works in the reverse too. People are like, oh, but Dustin, that payment's too high. I'm going to put down an extra 10 grand. I was like, it's only going to lower your payment 60 bucks a month. More than likely, 60 bucks a month isn't why you're not buying the house. Right. And if it is, you shouldn't be buying the damn house. Yes. So like most people, like you're not buying that house because it's $300 away from your budget or $500. Keep your 10 grand, right? Keep your 10 grand. So these are always like rules of thumb, mental hacks, whatever you want to call them that I think people need to always keep in mind as it pertains to like purchasing and financing of real estate. The last one is understanding your closing cost, right? Because when you buy a house, it's more than just you purchase your purchase price and your down payment because you're going to have, if you're getting a loan, lender fees and appraisal and credit report fees. There's going to be a title company or a closing attorney and they're not free. Some states are going to charge you, like a state like Florida charges you a lot in various taxes, like sales taxes almost, or counties charge you to record. You're going to have things like a survey or like when I bought in my neighborhood because it's a gated community, they wanted me to give them $1,000. $1,000 goes to this community. It goes into the reserve funds. Because when you live in a gated community in the state of Florida, now that it's gated, you're in charge of doing various maintenance that if it wasn't in a gated community, the city may cover. Mm. Right. So like for us, we have to get our roads re-asphalted every whatever, five to 10 years. We have to get our trees trimmed every year. So that was money I had to bring to the table. That being said, when you're trying to think about the money aspect, where was I going with this, John? Shit, come on, man. Don't put me on the spot. It was a rule of thumb. Oh, closing costs. Yeah, no. There are closing costs. Right. I'm like, damn, where are just... Homeowner's insurance. When you buy a house, you're going to have to pay for one full year of homeowner's insurance up front. You may have to put some money aside for future real estate tax payments, right? So 3%. 3% was always a very good rule of thumb. Oh, I got one more for you, and this is coming from me. Okay. See, I learned things. Yeah. Um, rule of thumb. Oh, you can finish it though. Like how much isn't like a rule of thumb? Your house will cost you X amount of maintenance per year. Yes. One to 3%. You take your house, your home's value. We've been using 400 all episode. Let's use 400. Your home's worth 400 grand. Depending on the year, it'll cost you four to $12,000 to keep that some bitch up. What? Yes. A new roof on that house is probably 20 grand right. and you're going to get a new roof every 10 to 15 years, right? A new AC could be eight grand. You're going to get a new refrigerator every five to seven or 10 years. Ceiling fans, water leaks, bathroom remodels, painting the exterior of the house. Like, yes, you need to factor one to 3% of your home's value into your budget. Here's one. So interesting. We were making fun of people for not knowing, like, they couldn't get their paycheck. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, I don't get a paycheck. I'm like, yes, you do. Right? We did that. How about how many people don't know how much money they make? Literally, I will ask someone how much money they're like, I don't know. Like they can tell me how much gets direct deposited. Yeah. So here's a little hack, a little rule of thumb, especially if you're hourly. Uh oh. If you're hourly, take your hourly rate, times it by two. That's approximately what you make per year. So you make 25 bucks an hour, times it by two, it's 50. You make 50K. You make $39 an hour. Ooh, that's going to be tough math, John. You ready for this? 39 times two is? Well, I go three plus three is six. And then it's 78. It's 78. Yeah. You know how I did that? Because you're smart and you deal with numbers all day. It is a lot of practice. I'll be honest. Like, it's like anything in life. If you practice and practice and practice, you just get good at mm -hmm. it. Right? Like, I have a buddy who's like super observant. 
Well, yeah, he was a cop for 17 years. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you were trained <laughs> yeah. and then you practice being super observant yeah. for 17 years. And um, the math that I did is I took 39 added one, 39 added one. That got me to 40. I can easily add 40 and 40 together as 80, then I subtracted two. What the hell? Yeah, it's just how I got to it. Different brains, different Yeah, because 39 is close to 40. So 45 plus 40 is 80. I have to subtract one plus, plus subtract one more. I got to 78. So nonetheless, if you make $39 per hour, you make 78 grand per year. Wow. There's another just hack, little rule of thumb. That was an extra. That was a cherry on top. Yeah. All right, let's go. I mean, we could keep on doing the finance ones forever and ever. Do you have any more off the top of your head? Exactly. Uh, Maybe not. Okay. So let's right. move on to the next one. Put a bow on it. Let's go alcohol. All right. All right. This isn't mine. This is my business partner, David Holbrook. Shout out Holbrook. What? Out Contributing to, Holbrook. to the show? Let's go. Well, honestly, John, he delayed us because he wanted to come in and talk to me about P&L bullshit. Well, that's, and that's important because, Dustin, when you run a billion-dollar region, those things are important. They're very important. Yeah, they are very important, and he and I are trying to figure out the accounting on a CP loan. Ooh, lots of fun, people. It's funny. People are like, what do you do all day? I'm like, man, I don't know. I run a company for a living. That's, that's what, what I do. That's, literally, that's, that's a, a conversation that's a, that's a real, that we had. That's a real-time example. Dustin had to talk about some P&L shit before we started. So there it that is. That was what we were doing right before we jumped into the hot seat to start doing this. But, yeah, this is a David Holbrook um, provided. Yeah, so, so I, sa- I said uh, we call him Coach. Uh, so I was like, hey, Coach. He's a baseball coach, really, really good baseball coach, like a phenomenal hitting coach. Mm-hmm. Probably why his son's at Florida State batting in the four hole as their catcher. But anyhow, Florida State's a really good baseball program for those people who don't follow college sports, especially college baseball. Shout out to McGuire Holbrook. Just throw that out there. Is he still, yeah, he's a homeboy star. needs some NIL. There's really? some companies out there look up oh, McGuire really? Holbrook. Yeah, I'll take that NIL all day. I'm managing for only 3%. All right, you, you go do that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's already tied into your boy Morgan. Is he? Yeah. Morgan Sports, God damn you. Yep. All right. Yep. I'm pretty sure Morgan <laughs> got to him before JC did. Okay, that's fine. But no, nonetheless, I was like, Coach, what, what's a good life hack? He said, always order the flight. He's like, you get the most bang for your buck, whether it's beer or whiskey, always order the flight. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to do that. Let's stay on alcohol. Okay. All right. You had a beer pong one. Yep. Which, did you share it with us yet? Yeah. Play, play with water, not actual <laughs> beer. That's what college kids do, and that shit is disgusting. I don't know if that's a hack. That's a recommendation. All right. But I didn't learn it until, at I, until I got out okay. of college, and I was like, oh, my gosh, why I've been punishing myself. All right. So this one right here is perfect for me. Okay. Perfect for me because I like stuff cold. Mm. But putting ice, even if it's in, like, a white wine, kind of – Gonna dilute the flavor, mm-hmm. and then putting ice in red wine is like Good taboo. Yeah, right. It's like taboo. But what if I froze grapes? Which, by the way, frozen grapes are an amazing snack. Froze grapes, mm. put the grapes in the wine glass, and poured the wine in it. I have ice cold wine. It's not ice, so it's not watering it down. It looks kind of cool. I look creative doing it. Mm-hmm. And I get what I want, which is cold wine. Don't put it in your vintage Malbecs. It will affect the flavor and the aromatics. Are you a, a Malbec guy? Nah, I dabble. I, I'll do a Malbec and I'll do a Shiraz. Yeah? Yeah, I'll do, I'll do a Shiraz with a peppermint patty. What about a Chianti? You mess with that? Wine makes me really flush, like hot. Really? Yeah, and uh, I, so I can't really mess with it too much. Do you have a wine fridge? No. So let me get this straight. People, play- I am part owner of a wine company. Shout out t- Tenor. Tenor Little Cellars. 
So yeah. let me get this straight. People pay like $3,000 for a mini fridge that doesn't even get cold so they can put their wine in it. Is that how it works? I don't know, John. I would love to have a be so rich out of wine cellar because I think they're cool. Right. Good talk. Fancy. Good and conversation. Snobby. Good conversation piece. Yeah. Put the pinky up in the air. Every time I take a sip. Yeah. But uh, no, but I tell you what, if you're looking for a really awesome wine club subscription base that, that, um, Stands for some really strong social values. If you're into that, okay, yeah, Teneral Cellars. There you go. T e n e r a l. I should know this. Teneral. Correct. Teneral Cellars. Look them up. They're out of California. We have one of my favorite wine bottles. I will not let anyone open it. They did a whole entire Ruth Bader Ginsburg series. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because all of their wine has some kind of a like social conscious about it. Right. And um, so, like, they've done one celebrating uh, Title IX this year. And, you know, they had, uh, I think, Billie Jean King on um, something that they were doing. Right. It's an all-female-owned wine company, which is very rare. Female sommelier is very rare. Mm. So, although I'm not a wine connoisseur, my wife is. And when we invested in this company, it was very much a passion of my wife. We even got my wife's sister involved, and okay. she invested in the company. So, yeah, we're, like, part of what they call, like, the founding 50. It's pretty cool. So y'all should check it out. And the wine's really good. Like, I give it away for gifts, and people are like, this was great. Really? I'm like, yeah, I know. And they stand for something. What do you know? What do you know? All right, so that was a hack. She's probably, like, tuning in, being like, oh, what the um, please do not put grapes in your wine. Look, if you mm -hmm. like cold wine and you don't want to water it down, like my sister. My sister needs to learn this hack. Mm -hmm. Freeze your grapes, put them in your wine glass. That's a really good one. Yeah. You know what else you can freeze? This is, we're going to go, like. It's a good segue. Now. It's wintertime in many parts of the country. Mm -hmm. But so, you know what's going to happen. Those people from the mid Midwest. are going to invade our no country. North Dakota. So people like Kayla. Our girl Kayla was on IG literally talking about how cold it was. Really? Yeah, like wanting people to post, hey, where do you live? How cold is it where you are? Uh, or if it's warm, you know, tell mm -hmm. me how warm it is. Make right, me yeah, jealous, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So shout out to Kayla. And anyhow, uh, those people are going to be like heading down to Cancun real soon. Mm -hmm. Or they all come down to Florida for all the bowl games. Like the people from Wisconsin, and we know who they are because – a, they go to the beach and get in the water. We're like, it's December. It's, it's January. It's what the freak are you doing getting in the water? Like, oh, it's great. Yeah, it's Compared to Lake Michigan. This shit is bath water to them. And, um, and then they're all sunburnt. Their pasty pale skin is just like peeling off of them. Mm. That happens to me, but not until the summertime because I don't go outside until like spring break. And I stay outside. Actually, I shouldn't say that. I don't take my shirt off and go to the beach to get sunburnt mm -hmm. until the summer months. And usually in Florida, it gets so hot, I won't go outside at all. In July and August. I tend to go outside a lot right now because the weather is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. When I go out, because I too, if you haven't noticed, am not known for my ability to tan. No one has ever said, wow, he is tall, dark, and handsome. Have you ever got a tan after you look like a lobster? No, that's the worst. It just the goes only, from red back to normal? Yeah, it goes <laughs> from red to peeling back back to pasty pale. The, the way I do carry color, but man, I got to get it like slow really like slow. over like a slow roast yeah when i was in college i worked at the home depot and i pushed carts they call that a lot engineer and <laughs> if you could see how tan my forearms really and my calves were from that summer yeah because i was in and out in and out in and out so i wasn't just outside getting uh, fried oh. so i'd get just the right amount and i was dark really now dark for me would be like someone from south america not having a tan like they would uh. be like oh i'm light but i was dark for me mm -hmm. but anyhow Here's the hack. What's the hack? Aloe vera. Yep. 
Have you ever had to use aloe vera? You, you have get like so burns burned. And yeah. Shit cuts and shit. Yeah. Yeah. But not from sunburn. No. Okay. Luckily. Luckily. So take the aloe vera, mm-hmm. put that in an ice cube tray. And then you eat it? No. And then you put it in your wine? No. Oh. No. Okay. No. You still freeze it. Okay. But then you're putting cold mm-hmm. aloe vera, and mm-hmm. then you can rub it on your skin as it melts. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's ice cold. Oh, I'm going to add a wrinkle to that because it just came to me because I'm the universe. Put a toothpick and said frozen tray so you have a little applica- applicator. You're welcome, universe. Wow. Next level shit. Thank you, University of Tampa. Actually, I'm going to go one step further. Oh, uh-oh. You're going to one-up me? Let's I'm, go. I'm, I'm going to one-up <laughs> you. Let's go. Yeah, with a popsicle stick. I know, but the but the big one, like the the, the tongue yeah. oh, suppressor, yes. the tongue suppressing uh, kind. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because that's like that's good. Yeah, that's solid. So th- th- there's a hack for you. There's solid advice. What's the next one? I'm gonna stick to home goods. Okay, we're talking about ice trays. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but like whether I'm out camping for anyone who does tent camping, the worst part is always tear down. Setup's fun. You're excited. Mm-hmm. You got a drink. You got music going, mm-hmm. but having to actually like clean up then i'm in inside of this tent i'm trying to like sweep all the dirt that my nasty ass has drug into the tent over the past two or three nights and have you ever like grabbed one of those like five foot brooms but then you're on your knees with the dustpan and mm-hmm. you're trying to mm-hmm. sweep the dirt in or you're in your kitchen or the worst is my garage right because like once a year i always blow out my garage like yeah, it makes it what- worse though Blowing it out, well, it's quick and easy, but once a year I got to like really clean, clean it. But then I'm like on my hands and knees and I'm trying to hold the dustpan in the left hand and I'm trying to like hold this four foot broom in my right hand, but I'm like all the way down Mm -hmm. on the ground and I can never get all of the the, the debris and the Mm -hmm. dirt and the leaves on it and then half it's going underneath it and it's moving all around. Mm -hmm. A piece of blue painter's tape. Take that blue painter's tape and tape the lip of the dustpan to the ground. A, it stays, and now nothing's going to go underneath the, the, the dustpan. Sweep it in there, dump, tear off the painter's tape, and drop. Okay, I got I got Just one. like that. I got one for you. Okay. If your toilet smells like septic, I just heard this from a friend. It's not happening to me. You can put, like, Dawn or, like, dish detergent in the bowl, and it'll get rid of the smell. Because you're on – or your friend. Your friend is yeah, on thank septic you. tank. Now I have to edit this episode 45 minutes in because you said because you're on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Septic tanks. It happens with septic tanks. Okay. So just a little bit of uh, Dawn, like the fabric softener. No. Oh, sorry. Dawn, the – um no. Uh, shit. Dishes, which you use to wash dishes if you do that. Not, like, taking your – ex-girlfriend dawn and putting her head in the yeah, toilet and flushing that. that no that's for that's for parties <laughs> that's that that's for parties okay the dish soap yeah and then just that's it still smells like shit to me but all right so here's a couple of things that came up um from a sales standpoint okay. and it came up when we were talking about online networking which is basically social media guys it's a girls. perfect segue oh it's not even not <laughs> even i'm just like butchering the segue john jumping right into yeah, it because okay. I'm, I'm now trying to like do a mind dump like what else do we talk about like we had a ton of different yeah. different tips tricks tactics mm-hmm. rules of thumb life hacks mm-hmm. so this is one because it doesn't really fit in a category and then we'll jump into some health ones and then we'll probably call it a day okay so this is just one just a reminder Boys and girls, children, adults, young adults, anyone who's making videos for the purpose of business, anyone who's apprehensive of utilizing video to promote their product or brand or service. Here's what I need you to know. It's not a, it's not a hack. It's not a rule of thumb. This is just a mindset. 
write this down. That's how I look. That's how I sound. People like me get over myself. That's those four sentences. It's amazing how many sales professionals, business owners, entrepreneurs, when I say, hey, I need you to start making some videos, I need you to start posting those videos to various social media platforms, I need you to start emailing your database with video messaging. Oh, mm. oh, I don't like how I look. Oh, I don't, oh, I don't like how I sound. I'm like, well, look, that is how you look. That is how you sound. People like you. That's why you have clients. That's why you have referral sources. That's why you have a business. And more importantly, you're not buying from you. So who cares? Like the video is not for you. You're not going to watch this thing. You should watch it because you should critique it and look for ways that you can improve. Mm -hmm. But please know that's how you look. That's how you sound. So get over yourself, push out the content and understand the video isn't even for you. It's for them. So that was just something that came up that I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't know how I'm going to slide that in, but I'm going to share it with people. Okay. So here's a couple more. Uh, These are more on the health related side of things. My favorite. Is it? I do. I enjoy taking care of my body now. And when I look around, just not even at America, like the world is, you know, people should really invest more in their health and not so much in monetary and um, physical items. Well, a thousand percent. I mean, it's like I'm excited to grow older because I'm confident I'm going to do everything I can to stay healthy. Exactly. And then you look at those that don't, and it's like anything in life, it's way harder to climb out of the hole than it was to fall into it. Yeah. Right? So, yes. I mean, hey, this is even a rule of thumb. This is a suggestion. We need 50 minutes of exercise five days a week. Mm. 50 for five. If you wanted a rule, hey, 50 for five. They yeah, made yeah, it up yeah. on the spot. <laughs> 50 for five. And I don't care if, if your exercising is holding your boyfriend or girlfriend's hand or spouse's hand and walking the freaking neighborhood. It's about getting your body out there. It's about moving your limbs, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that is the term exercise. You exercise your brain. You exercise at work. It might not be physical exercise, right? You may be exercising whatever it is that your task or responsibility is that falls underneath your job description. We need to exercise our bodies because if we don't use it, we lose it. We lose it. Yeah. So 50 for five is definitely, it's an easy rule of thumb, 50 for five. And it doesn't have to be strenuous. Now, if you're trying to get certain results, then by ratcheting up the intensity of the workout, then you could improve your results. But at a minimum, just getting out and and doing that. So along those lines, here's three things that I do, John, that I didn't always do, but once I started doing it, I became more consistent at the behavior. We're talking about working out 50 for five, the way that I can, Increase my odds of working out is every single night I pack my gym bag. Every night. Like, I have a whole entire routine. In fact, I do it the minute I get home and I take off my clothes and I put my clothes away and I put on my gym shorts and my T-shirt or my my shorts and a hoodie. Mm-hmm. I love wearing that as it gets a little, little cooler out. I also unpack my gym bag from the day before and I pack my gym bag for the next day. Right then and there. Right then and there. Yeah, I'm already in that motion of undressing, hanging, putting this in the laundry bag, putting this in the, um, we have like either laundry bag for dry clean, mm-hmm. dry clean clothes. And then obviously it's like the hamper. Mm-hmm. And then I need to take my stinky, smelly, wet stuff, put that into the laundry room. Cause that doesn't stay in the bedroom cause it stinks and smells. And then I also just go ahead and pack my gym bag for the next day. Cause I know if my gym bag is packed, I am a lot more apt, apt to grab it and go do something with it. Mm-hmm. 
So that's one. Reading. I'm not the best reader. Now, since completing 75 hard, I definitely read a lot more than I ever did before. But if I need to promote myself to read more, every single day I put my book on my pillow. Mm. I put my book on my pillow because I have to take that book off if I want to go to bed. So at a minimum, I'm picking my book up. Now, I may pick it up, make a conscious decision to put it back on the dresser. And, yep. Or I may say, you know what? Let me read a couple pages. Let me just take a gander. Yeah, but if I don't have the book out and the book be, visible. Probably and, pick it up. Yeah. And I learned that. Here's a little trick. When it comes to work, when it comes to like things I have to do. When I leave the office every single day, I put the most important thing I have to do on my seat. On my seat. Because guess what? When I come in the next morning, I got to sit down. I am not going to sit on a to-do list, a file, um, you name it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to address that. Now, addressing it, maybe I pick it up and put it on the floor, but I had to address it. I had to make a conscious decision to, am I going to do something with this now or, or not do something? And by the way, do you know why I put it on the floor? Because you don't want to step over it? Because when I, when I go get up to go to the bathroom, go refill my water bottle, get more coffee, talk to one of my colleagues, mm -hmm. I have to address it. I have to step over it or choose to step on it. If that's me, I'm moving that shit all damn day. Hey, but it's there. Right. It's there. It's in your face and you have to see it. Mm -hmm. So that is something I've learned as like a hack that helps me make sure that I address the most important things. Make sure I read. Make sure I work out. I'm trying to do five for 50. Right. That is actually truth be told. My goal is nine to 11. I want to exercise 9 to 11 times per week for a minimum of 45 minutes. Bro, get out of here. You still got to learn how to do that jujitsu shit you was talking about. I do, but I be my shoulder is messed up right now. My left shoulder. And I know I'm making excuses, but I need to figure out what I'm going to do about my shoulder. Are you all right? No, yeah, but I've, just, I've been in, in shoulder rehab. I've gone to the doctor. It's because you trained for an, an Ironman like you're... I heard it actually before training for an Ironman. I trained through it. Or in what it was, it was working out at a new health club mm, i told you not to go there and it was a an incline bench i told you not and to go there. i i took the weight all, i deracked it without a spotter which i normally do at my old gym nope. and this one just the positioning and i crank something in my nope. shoulder nope. go yeah. ahead and go ahead and name names you cheated on la fitness and you took your happy ass over to crunch mm, i still pay la fitness money and probably zoo fitness too i fired zoo i fired the zoo I joined Crunch, yeah, and I kept my LA Fitness because it depends on where I am, where I'm traveling right. to. LA Fitness has a pool, and mm -hmm. I swim once or twice a week yep. at a minimum, mm -hmm. and I need the pool. So I, I alternate, but it was at Crunch. Crunch exactly. is cheap. You know what happens when, when, you, when, when you don't pay good money for something? You yes. don't get necessarily the best equipment. There you go. And Crunch is loaded with cheap, shitty equipment. No, with cheap, shitty people. And, Actually, not. and equipment. No, no, you meant what you said. Yeah, you meant what you said. No, 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 no. They, it's loaded with teenagers. It's like my son and all of his so friends. So shitty people. In, teenagers, yeah. I guess you can say teenagers. I was right. Yeah, we were right. Don't say my son's a shitty person, but. Uh, no, no. You know, he wants to come on this episode, on, on, on this, this show, show in March. When he turns When he's of 18. Age. Yeah, when he turns of age. Yeah. So I need to figure out, is it going to be you and him? Like, yes, he sits in my yes, seat. I get off and, you, be, and yeah. you interview him. But you're going to be here, like, heckling. Like, no, no, yeah. that's not it. No. Oh, Jesus. All right. Um, this all is right. probably the longest episode ever. Is it really? I don't know. Oh, Hey, have we told the the, the family, the, the T-Loppers, what we're going to do? Or, or do we surprise them? 
I don't even know what you're talking about. John, I called you like 7.30 the other night. I was driving home from an event, and, and he picked up, by the way. It's, it's I'm like, oh, my God, John, you picked up. It wasn't that important. Yeah, here's what I'm just going to – can I let him know? Yeah. Yeah, I want to do live shows. Oh, it's plural now. Shit. Live shows. Live show, um, parentheses. I was, at a, I was at a real producer's event. I saw this equipment that these guys had. Mm -hmm. they, were, they were live streaming the entire event. I should have never – I need, you should have uh, gone with me. I needed blinders for you when you go see these new shiny toys. Yep. And I was like, you know what? Here's what we should do. You and I have talked about doing like a whole entire T-Lot Present series, mm -hmm. right? That's geared specifically for consumers. And we thought about doing like Sundays Coming Down. It's mm -hmm. a show that's on Sundays. We love talking about how we'd like to have people calling in, right? Right now, we try to do a show where we just take questions over the course of a couple months. We addressed the five favorite ones that we have, mm -hmm. and it wasn't really in real time. Mm -hmm. So I watched these guys with their equipment. I'm like, JC, why can't we yeah. get up on Facebook Live? Or maybe YouTube has a way to YouTube yeah. have a way for you to live stream? Yes, it does. Live stream. We have some badass cameras. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's just a couple cords you got to plug sure. in. Into Click your heels, Dorothy, and the shit will be set up no problem. That's the relationship we have, That's, right? I mean, yes. Yes. Yeah, so. Ish. So, um, yeah, this episode is going a little bit long. Maybe this one would have been better played out on a live set. But when I look at 2023, I look at 10Xing everything that we do. It's also the quality. Mm -hmm. The quality needs to be 10Xed. Okay? So maybe we do two recorded episodes a week. Mm -hmm. Don't hold us to this disclaimer, but go ahead. And one live per week. I mean, do you run a mortgage company? Do you have a family? When do you have time to add all this in? Are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to do this? This is a great idea until I need to sit you down for a third episode in the in a day because we need to because we need to record ahead. But hey, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll we'll do it live. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, let's let, okay. let's do it live. All right, let's um let's finish up on some some more rules of thumb. Ain't no life more rules of people. thumb. Just close out now. What you, what else you got? That was good. That was a great way to end it because you talked about twenty twenty three and like ending the year and shit. But if you got some gold. Yeah, I have two more that are health-related. Okay. Two more that are health-related. Oh, yeah, the drinking thing. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. So quit eating three hours before you go to bed. Quit drinking two hours before you go to bed. Turn off all electronics one hour before you go to bed. How do I do that if I fall asleep on the couch with Netflix on? Something for you to work on, John. Gosh. Something for you to work on. Like getting into a better routine where you go – Turn it off. You go in your bedroom. You grab that book that's sitting on what your pillow. Get out of my face. What? Okay. I'm just saying three, two, one. Okay, that's good. And then here's the last one. And okay. I shared this like a couple years ago on an episode because I just read the book In Defense of Food mm -hmm. by Michael Pollan. And this is where I learned it. And I still live by it. And I was talking to this guy, Jake Lowe. Shout out to Jake. Jake's getting ready to take on 75 hard. Okay. Although Jake's like, well, you know, Dio, I need to wait till after I do this trip. In January, I said, Jake, just by the way. Is that Ormond Beach, Jake? Yeah, yeah. I talked, to him, Jake. For, I talked yeah. to him the first time today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I said, by the way, Jake, you're always going to have a trip. It's always, oh, it's spring break. Oh, it's my anniversary. Oh, it's Christmas. Yeah, always. So does. if you're going to tackle 75 hard, please know there's never a good or bad time to start it. You just do. But the life rule is when you're shopping for, sh for food, shop the outside perimeter of the grocery store. Because that's if where the, you want to be healthy, mm -hmm. because why? That's where the real food lives. That's where the real food lives. Think about that. Like go in your grocery store. Go in your grocery store. I'm like, okay, well, yep, I have produce, I have fruit, I have milk, mm -hmm. I have cheese, I have meat, but it's all 
real food. If I go on the inside, uh, uh, uh. frozen pizzas, mm. sodas, Twizzlers, chips, candy, yeah. So when you are at the grocery store, when you're shopping for food and you're trying to be healthy, mm -hmm. do everything you can to stay on the outside perimeter of that grocery store. And we'll end on this. That also means you will be spending a lot more money, especially if you shop at Publix. And are you trying to tell me that you're going to put a dollar figure on your health and your longevity? No, I'm not. That's why I left it open for you as a big fat softball so you can knock it out of the park. Perfect. On that note, John, I appreciate you sitting down and us doing this show. I hope the people enjoyed this show as much as we did. And just imagine this, doing it live. Jesus. Doing something like this live yeah. for one hour I can't wait. once a week. DL's going to look at the ticker and be like, why are there only three people here? I'm like, Dustin, I don't, I don't know what to say, man. I'm going to give you a bonus hack. Bonus hack. Put it on the calendar. It happens. That's true. Period. End of story. Right, so we will do that live show every Wednesday at noon Eastern. Oh shit! Because it's going to go on the calendar. So we're going to time block noon to one, and we're either going to Facebook live it, we're going to Twitch it, we're going to YouTube TV it. Who knows? We're that's for you to figure out. <laughs> Me to brainstorm. <laughs> All right, and then we'll still drop an episode two a week, two a week until we get recorded. I, and honestly, but until we get too big and then like we might have to make some changes cuz that two a week shit that's just a lie. Well, John, if we get big enough, we'll do it daily. We'll just do a daily show. That's not the answer I was hoping for, but let's go. Yeah, we if, if we get big enough, if we can 10x and 10x again, yeah, we'll just do it daily. Fuck the bullshit. That's what I'm saying. Now I have to sure, edit why it not? all the way back here. This is usually when I tap out. Sure, why not? Okay. There we go. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, please continue to tune in the way you have been. Share us, like us, tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a coworker about this content. Mm -hmm. Check out our website. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to become a premium member. It comes with some really great perks and benefits. Follow us on social. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. Just close it out. And if you want us to come speak at an event you're hosting, <laughs> hit JC up and talk to him about it. Yeah, there's a widget on the website. I can't wait until 2023. We're going to have you booked for some speaking engagements. I cannot wait. Awesome. He's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen. That's all the time we have for you today, but we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.